0: The Public News Service Daily Newscast, April the 11th, 2022, I'm Mike Clifford. One might think that food insecurity would improve as California recovers from the pandemic, but advocates say hunger remains a significant issue, especially in rural areas. Nonprofits like Save the Children say they're getting ready for a repeat of last year. In fact, they've served 700,000 meals in California and 44 million meals nationwide since the start of the pandemic. Chloe Chambers, California State Director for Save the Children, says many low-income families work in the fields but can't afford to buy produce for their kids. We're seeing the same need, and when we have distributions, we're running out of the food boxes, so we're working really hard to get them out to as many families as possible. I'm Suzanne Potter. The data shows 90% of the counties with the highest rates of hunger insecurity are rural. Native Americans living in rural communities experience some of the highest rates of food insecurity of any racial or ethnic group. With summer approaching, construction sounds will be heard across Minnesota. A regional labor group says on some sites there's likely to be more exploitation of marginalized workers. New analysis from the UC Berkeley
1: Labor Center says reliable family-supporting jobs in construction have fallen by the wayside. As of 2019, only 12 percent of these workers are union-supported. The report says that leads to unpaid overtime and lack of benefits. In Minnesota, Macario Alcocer says that's his situation, adding he was seriously injured on the job. Through an interpreter, he notes the toll it has taken. Tengo
0: who is really all, uh, financially and uh, mentally and physically.
1: Alcocer, who was from Mexico, adds one employer threatened retaliation if he didn't return to work right away. Because of the lack of protections, researchers say 39 percent of families of construction workers are enrolled in at least one safety net program.
0: I'm Mike Mowen. Later this week, regional labor councils will protest construction workers' abuse and tax fraud in the industry throughout the U.S. and Canada. Now from the New York Times, six months after leaving the White House, Jared Kushner secured a $2 billion investment from a fund led by a Saudi crown prince, a close ally during the Trump administration, that despite objections from the fund's advisors about the merits of the deal. According to the Times, a panel of screens investments for the Maine-Saudi Sovereign Wealth Fund cited concerns about the proposed deal with Kushner's newly formed private equity firm Affinity Partners. According to the minutes of the panel's meeting last June 30, they also noted a proposed asset management fee seems excessive. This is PNS. Now to the state of Colorado, where health providers are making house calls permanent at a new homeless shelter people experiencing homelessness in Denver can now access
1: medical and behavioral care at a new health center set up inside a shelter operated by Denver Rescue Mission, just northeast of Colorado Boulevard and I-70. Austin Waske is a physician assistant working at the 48th Avenue East Health Center. He says the clinic removes a significant barrier to care and was inspired by creative solutions improvised during the COVID-19 health emergency. We actually, during the pandemic, had a lot of success with a temporary clinic inside of a temporary shelter. Our patients were very very grateful to have access to care because they couldn't make it down to the clinic.
0: I'm Eric Galatis. Conservationists, farmers, and residents are seeking protection of a section of New Mexico's Pecos River, even as a mining company has proposed an exploratory project in the same area. Organic farmer Ralph Hill is part of a coalition that created a petition calling for New Mexico's Water Quality Control Commission to list 14 miles of the Pecos watershed as an outstanding national resource water under the Clean Water Act. He says the designation would preserve the cleanliness of the water, while also allowing recreation, agriculture, and other traditional uses. Over
1: here we say agua vida, water is life and the waters need to be protected from further degradation. Community has already suffered lots of losses due to past mining experiences.
0: An Australian-based mining company has filed a permit application for exploratory drilling near the Pecos River, where in 1991, heavy snowmelt washed toxic pollutants from an abandoned mine into the waterway, killing more than 90,000 fish and resulting in a $20 million cleanup. I'm Roz Brown. Finally, Eric Tigetoff lets us know April is Alcohol Awareness Month, highlighting some of the serious consequences from drinking too much.
1: Excessive alcohol use contributes to more than 95,000 deaths each year. Dr. Scott Etano, a family medicine physician in Seattle, says the pandemic has exacerbated dangerous drinking habits. People used to have normal coping mechanisms such as travel, sports, seeing their friends. And when they were locked into their houses in quarantine, they really had fewer outlets and some of them turned to alcohol. And then that alcohol use spiraled, I saw in some of my patients, and turned into alcohol use disorder. Alcohol use disorder is the medical term for alcohol addiction, which is considered a disease. Itano says it's possible to have a healthy relationship with alcohol, but as with other things, the problem is using it in excess. He says the general rule is that men should limit themselves to two drinks a day and women one a day.
0: By the way, alcohol use disorder has serious health consequences, including an increased risk of multiple types of cancer. This is Mike Clifford for Public News Service, member and listener supported, heard on great radio stations, Find our trust indicators at publicnewsservice.org.